Welcome back to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burst, LCSW, and today we're going to be talking about the holiday season as foster mamas and adoptive mamas and how to navigate the joy and uncertainty and just some coping strategies for things that may be a little different for us than other people who are outside of the world of foster care and adoption. So we know the holiday season is just often portrayed as a time of joy and warmth and togetherness. But balancing the excitement of the festivities and the uncertainties of the foster care journey requires resilience and coping strategies. We know this. So we need to explore practical ways to navigate the holiday season and find joy amidst the challenges that are unique to us as foster and adoptive mamas. So the first thing we need to do is understand the unique challenges. And there's two main ones that I want to explore, although there are many. Um, The first one is anticipatory grief, which is essentially grief that you are anticipating, right? Just like the name, just like it sounds. Um, You, with anticipatory grief, you really are grieving something that has yet to happen. So with foster care, most of us have experienced that if we've been fostering um, for any length of time. And we often grapple with this as foster moms, but especially during the holidays, because there are just certain things that happen at the holidays that don't happen the rest of the season. So for example, for me at Christmas time, almost every, I think every year that we fostered um, at Christmas time, I would be pulling out the stockings and putting them up. And I would literally start to cry because I was like, where are these kids going to be next year? Are they going to be my kids still? Are they not? Are they going back to biofamily? Is something else going to happen that we don't know? A curveball that we have yet to experience? And it would literally like my husband look at me and be like, why are you crying? And I'm like, I just, <laughs> it's overwhelming. I'm like literally tearing up thinking about it. So that is what I mean by anticipatory grief. Um, and it's just that uncertainty that we sit with all the time that we may or may not be thinking about all the time, but it's there all the time. Um, And it really can cast a shadow over the present moment. And that's just a huge bummer over the holidays. We want to be able to have joy. Um, And then the other challenge that's particularly hard is navigating expectations. Balancing the expectations of a traditional holiday or a Christmas um, or New Year's or whatever as we've been used to with the realities of foster care can be super challenging. So foster and adoptive families may have unique dynamics and traditions. And then we also don't always get a say, like we have to do things on someone else's schedule. And it really requires a lot of flexibility and understanding. So I really want to spend the majority of this episode talking about coping strategies for these two main challenges. Um, So let's just dive right into those. The first one is to create meaningful traditions. So it is really important to establish new traditions specific to your foster or adoptive family because it can create a sense of stability and belonging. So it's not like we always do it this way. Even if there's some things that you have always done, I'm not saying you have to get rid of all your traditions, but it's really great to be able to do something new and be like, this is the first year our family looks like this. So why don't we try this tradition together this year for the first time and just see how it goes, almost like an experiment. And involve the kids in deciding on the activities or the rituals that might hold special meaning for them. As much as you can get everyone's involvement, make it kind of a team dynamic and a team situation. 
The second thing we can do is open communication for sure. So we want to foster the open and honest dialogue within the family about the realities of the holiday season. So maybe this means talking to your biological kids if you have them, um, or maybe just the other kids in your home, um, adopted kids or whatever, just anyone, and even bio family as well, just to be able to say, hey, what do you normally do? What is expected? What do you, is there anything that your child particularly likes at this time of year? Um, Encourage the kids to express their feelings and concerns And that will really help foster that sense of belonging and emotional safety. Third, and I would say very, very importantly, (laughs) is self-care rituals. It is super important to prioritize self-care to recharge emotionally and physically as a foster and adoptive mom, especially at this time of year. There are so many expectations on us beyond that of other parents and then beyond our normal day-to-day, even of being a foster or adoptive parent. So whether it's a quiet moment with a book or a warm bath or a walk in nature, you need to find rituals that bring solace and rejuvenation and then prioritize them. It's really, really like non-negotiable, especially at this time of year. Um, And I know it's a busy time of year with less on your list, but it's really like this should be the top of your list, seriously, because you're not going to be able to have joy and peace if you don't take care of you. All right, enough said on that, but still very important. Number four, connect with your support systems. Reach out to fellow foster and adoptive mamas who understand the unique challenges that you face. I will never stop shouting this from the rooftops. Whether it's an online community or an in-person support group or just a local meetup, it really can provide you a sense of camaraderie and shared experience because one of the things that I consistently hear and one of the things that I felt in the beginning of my foster care journey was just isolation and that no one really gets it and that everyone else is doing their holidays this way. But meanwhile, I've got a court date in December and it's just really different. So it's important that you connect with your support systems. And if you are looking for an online support system, my Embrace the Unknown group meets on the first of every month. It also is a support bundle that comes with a one-to-one session with me and two other trainings that I have taught in the past, a court anxiety training and a how to stay regulated when your kids are not. So it's a nice little support bundle for you, an amazing deal for all that you get. And it's a great way if you're just like starting to get into foster care and you're not sure who to connect with, it's an easy peasy way to do that. And that you can find all the info on that um, on fearlessfostering.com or in the link in my Instagram bio at fearless underscore fostering. Okay, number five, mindfulness and presence. Another thing I will never stop talking about as a foster care informed therapist, practice mindfulness to stay in the present moment. And this is another thing that comes in the Embrace the Unknown support bundle is audio guided meditations that are curated by me just for foster moms and adoptive moms to help us practice mindfulness and stay in the moment. So we need to be able to acknowledge and accept the emotions that arise and allow ourselves the space to experience both joy and grief without judgment. And it takes practice to do that. And that's why the guided meditations are so important. And if you already are a seasoned meditator, that's fine. You know, just sitting in stillness um, is also a great thing to do. There's lots of different ways to practice mindfulness, but um, if you're just beginning and you're just getting started or you're like, I don't even know really how to practice mindfulness, again, the Embrace the Unknown support bundle comes with those guided meditations to help you get started. Number six, 
Setting realistic expectations. Oh my word. (laughs) We need to release the pressure to conform to societal expectations and acknowledge that our holiday celebrations may look different and that is perfectly okay. We need to know that. (laughs) We need to tell ourselves that probably as like a mantra every morning of the holiday season. We, we don't need to be like the Clark Griswold creating this like above and beyond holiday. And that's not to say that our holiday is going to be like crappy either. Just we want to focus on creating an environment of love and acceptance. And I would encourage you to just kind of set an intention for your holiday season of what that will look like in your home and what you're willing to really work to make special and what you're re- willing to let go because it's just not all going to be able to be doable this year. And that's totally fine. And then going right along with that, number seven is to educate extended family and friends. It's really, really important to the degree that you can foster an understanding among extended family and friends about the unique challenges of the foster care journey, especially during the holidays. We need to communicate openly about the need for flexibility and sensitivity. We might have kids who don't like loud places, or we might have kids who get scared or who feel shy. And if we really it we really do them a disservice if we are expecting them to come into our holiday traditions um as we've always done them and not kind of tell our friends and family ahead of time hey they might not want to give you a hug or a high five they might not want to eat any of this food and we have already told them that is okay so it would be great if you could be okay with that too and just really however they show up on that day whether it's tantruming or you know jolly <laughs> let them be just like let them have their feelings it's a really hard time for everyone right now okay number eight is incorporate therapeutic activities if you can and especially if your kid already sees a therapist this is awesome but just like ask the therapist can you integrate some therapeutic activities into your sessions around the holidays and around like the topic of the holidays and or can you recommend some things for me to do with them at home that might help them have a better holiday. So crafts or journaling or art projects can provide a healthy outlet for kids and adults alike (laughs) to express their feelings. And so um, if you're looking for more ideas for that, let me know. You can message me on Instagram and I can try to um, give you some age appropriate um, kind of, yeah, ideas that you can do with them at home if they're willing um, to kind of explore this topic of holidays a little bit more in a safe way. Number nine is plan ahead and be flexible. I think flexible is like the word du jour of this episode. Um, But while we are planning holiday activities, we really need to remain flexible to accommodate the unpredictable nature of foster care. And it's like so hard to do that. It's hard to have a plan B, (laughs) Um, especially when we're so excited about plan A. But I've just talked to so many foster mamas and it's been my experience too that, you know, Things can change on a dime at any moment, as we know. So it's really good to have backup plans in place and communicate changes transparently with the kids involved as much as possible and as much as age appropriate. So if you have, you know, a visit scheduled and it gets canceled, have a backup plan if visit gets canceled. Even if the visits never get canceled, it's a wise idea, especially at this time of year, to just try to avoid that disappointment and be like, guess what? We're not going there. It didn't happen today. It might happen next week, but we're going to go, you know, 
on a scavenger hunt or we're going to go, you know, sledding, whatever it is that you want to do, but just have a plan B. Um, and that way it doesn't feel like such a downer if things get changed or moved around or if, you know, social worker shows up unexpectedly and it changes your family plan that day. Just kind of think ahead a little bit. And then lastly, number 10, celebrate milestones. And this is something that I wish we did more as foster parents and adoptive parents too. We need to acknowledge and celebrate milestones, no matter how small, achieved by our family and our kids during the year. We're doing so many hard things, and I feel like it just feels, it starts to feel normal, but it's not. And so we can lose sight of how amazing our kids are, the resilience they've shown, what they've overcome, what progress they've made in therapy or in school, or just emotionally connecting to our family or their bio family, whatever it is. But we want to be able to reflect on positive moments and bring a sense of accomplishment and hope. So you can do that in a variety of ways, but I really love, you know, kind of speaking their love language a little bit. So if they're Um, a words of affirmation kid, you know, really be intentional about sharing with them the things that you're seeing them do and the changes that you've seen them make and the ways that they've grown. If they're, you know, physical touch, you know, oh my gosh, high five. That was so awesome at your um, last therapy appointment. Your therapist said you're doing so great, whatever it is, but just really try to do it in a way that is meaningful to them. um, And really just celebrate yourself too, for all the hard stuff that you're doing, because you are doing the most, especially this time of year. So navigating this holiday season as foster and adoptive mamas requires a delicate balance of acknowledging the challenges while embracing the joys. Again, it's this idea of the both and and holding it all together at the same time. And by implementing these coping strategies, you can create a supportive and nurturing environment for your family, and especially the kids in your care. And be gracious with yourself. Remember that your journey is unique and finding joy amid uncertainty is a testament to your strength and resilience, but it's not easy and it takes practice. So give yourself all the grace and embrace this holiday season with an open heart, knowing that the love that you are providing these kids is an amazing gift to them. And before I let you go, I wanted to let you know that if you are worried about how you will handle the grief of if or when a child in your care reunifies or moves to a different placement, or if you're struggling to stay present and enjoy the moments that you do have with these foster kids that you love so much, first of all, I totally understand because I've experienced it all myself as a foster and adoptive mama for four plus years and foster care informed therapist. I had to lean heavily on the skills I use with clients in my private psychotherapy practice to stay present, peaceful, and joyful despite the ups and downs of foster care, especially when faced with the possibility of saying goodbye to my kids. And now I'm going to teach you these exact techniques in my live Good Grief training on Monday, December 11th. You can save your spot by clicking the link in the episode description or at the link in my bio on Instagram at fearless underscore fostering. I am so excited to connect with you on Instagram or wherever. You can contact me on my website, fearlessfostering.com. I'm going to link everything up here in the show notes for you. I wish you and your family the most joyous holiday season, and I'm sending you all the love and claps today because you are amazing.